1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Welcome to Creature Feature, production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, many Parasite's Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology, and today on the show, Animal Lecter. The animals will eat your liver with some fava beans, chianti, maybe some parsley or those little oyster crackers. These critters have a taste for the weird, the morbid, and the wildly unethical. Discover this and more as we answer the age-old question, What do you do with a cannibal boss, baby? Joining me today are friends of the podcast, Friends of Me, Small Beans Podcast Network hosts, Michael Swayman, Abe Epperson. Welcome! Hey! Hey!
0: Hey, Katie. Ha. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. How are you Abe guys? was going to say it. I heard the T-H on his tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh I my this is the Michael voice. Yes. That's Michael. This yeah. is the Abe voice. I don't know. There might yeah, there might be creatureinos mm-hmm. who don't know us. Just saying hey. Uh yeah, very excited to be here. I am also, I was famously I was the kid who would like eat bugs on the playground. Yeah. And eat eat weird and unethical gross things for attention. So I already feel a kinship with the topic and I'm excited to discuss it. <laughs> Michael I coming out as didn't.
2: bug. Uh, as a weird eater as a bug eater on the podcast today
0: i
3: was a weird bug kid but i didn't eat them i just stared at them
2: you were just half bug for hours
0: yeah in a way that's weirder to me yeah like you're not what's to gain where's the vig yeah Yeah, what's my what's my piece what's my my piece of this bug (laughs) i ate
2: snails as a baby
1: Right.
0: I knew, so what was interesting is I ate bugs, not like I liked it, but to literally, you know, because someone would dare me or to get attention or be audacious. And then there was another kid who would get attention organically because he ate snails because he wanted to. And that was how I felt good about myself. I'm like, I'm not like that freak though. You're he not wants. like that snail eating <laughs> right. freak. i known for attention. as attention. That's different.
2: Yeah. Otherwise known as uh, French people and other Europeans who enjoy escargot. Sure,
0: sure. Mm. Or Katie, it was a baby Katie, who
2: knows? Yeah, I don't like mm-hmm. escargot these days, but yeah, as a baby, my mom would find me in the backyard just with like little pieces of snail shell stuck to my mouth because I Ugh. ate snails, shell and all, apparently.
0: Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. You guys are just bragging. Good That's texture, the- I would imagine. I mean, the shell into the goo yeah, seems crunchy like could on it could be inside, appealing. Yeah.
2: Chewy on the inside. Yeah, like so we M&M. we are talking about animals who have a taste for the strange that uh you know the the title of the podcast Animal Lector, Hannibal Lector. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's if you say it fast enough, it is a joke.
0: It is a pun. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but first, I want to set a grizzly crime scene. You guys. Now, I'm not so much a true crime podcaster, but let me see if I can kind of do my true crime podcaster voice. It's sort of like, I'm way too into this. So, the victim has washed up on the shore with an almost surgical tear across her shoulders. While the rest of her organs are intact, her liver has been pulled out through the tear in her back and is missing. This scene is blood-curdling enough, but soon another victim washes up to shore, and then another, and then another. Soon, there's a total of 19 victims, all of them beautiful, innocent sharks gone before their time. So yeah, dead sharks.
3: Not just the voice, but the
0: shark reveal. I was expecting not sharks. Mm-hmm. Not humans, because I knew you yeah. were doing something, well, it's an but, animal but sharks. Podcast, yeah. So something's out there hunting sharks is Just what you're telling Just you. drilling their livers out. That yeah. I have never encountered this Only thing. the liver. Just Only like... the
2: liver. Yeah. Yeah. So starting we... around 2015, mm. a murderer had been meticulously preying on seven-gill sharks. So seven-gill sharks are formidable themselves. Sh- mm-hmm. The females can grow to be over seven feet or about two meters long, and males can grow up to five feet or about one and a half meters, and they're carnivores. They're serious business. Uh, so, you know, it is uh, it is quite a feat to go Hannibal Lecter on these sharks because they're, they're sharks. They're sharky sharks. They're not like little, right. cute, tiny sharks. They are just Shark big Wahlberg. old sharks. Yeah, that guy.
0: <laughs> also dangerous to yeah. be around. Yeah. Yeah. Did a crime. <clears throat> my first thought
3: is like it's like like an orca or something. It's got to be big, right?
0: That's big. Oh, my brain went the opposite way where I thought like it's some kind of little needlefish that they can't fight because it just sneaks in and zaps your liver out real quick. But how does it eat it? <laughs> it's like, a, it's
3: got to be a handsome, that's a handsome liver, you know? Like a big liver. Well, I actually don't know the size of shark livers. I I would love
0: if it's just like, oh no, it's a guy this time. It's a oh, it's just a guy. Yeah, yeah, they caught him. He's a freak, dude. Some weirdo. It's (laughs)
2: It's just
3: Paul (laughs) in Pacific Beach in San Diego.
2: Well, Abe, you are getting promoted to the rank of ocean detective (gasps) because you are correct. This was orcas. So. There's a National Geographic article with a wonderful title. Why are these orcas killing sharks and removing their
0: livers? (laughs) Why indeed? So
2: shout out to the author, Jessica Taylor Price. Uh, This is a fascinating story, uh, apparently based on the precise M.O. of the killers, as well as tooth impressions found on the victims. Shark biologists whittled down the suspects to two male orcas. Starboard and port. Just a pair of (laughs) fun-loving orcas going around, surgically removing the livers from sharks.
0: (laughs) So not a regular behavior of orcas. Yeah. Down to individual orcas. Okay.
3: Wow. So like sociopath or psychopath- Orcas. Yes, yeah. right. We're I thought here. I
0: thought we'd be covering animals where that whole species eats something we would consider weird, but these are like no, no. These two orcas, even to other orcas, like I imagine another orca coming up while they're you know slicing the liver. out. Right. Like, what feeling- you doing, bud? Yeah. Why you, know, you can eat the whole thing? Just the liver. Just okay. the liver. All right, that guy's- <laughs> That's guy's
3: starboard. Weird. He's the worst.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm no. Import. Sorry.
2: (laughs) No, exactly. Yeah. So this is not a hitherto known behavior that orcas regularly do. They do attack and eat sharks. Sure. But this like surgical precision where they're just like, I want to eat the liver. Hold him down, brother, while I cut out the liver. Yeah. That's just (laughs) these weirdos. So, uh, yeah. Port and Starboard are so precise in their serial murders that they have figured out how to precisely cut open the sharks just above the liver so that they can suck out the liver from the wound and just Whoa. feast on shark foie gras. Wow.
0: Uh, orcas can suck.
2: Yeah, yeah I, had no I clue.
0: mean. Like their lips can come together enough to create suction is I also mean, something I didn't think was true
2: i think it's maybe i don't know that it's their lips so much i mean belugas can mm-hmm. do that belugas definitely can mm-hmm. do that they actually have very mobile lips and they can suck things up uh. uh orcas i think it's more like sort of like getting their mouth in and sort of opening their mouth such that the water kind of whooshes in the water in and then so uh, thus yeah, yeah, yeah. in g- comes the liver. the liver yeah
0: so what a waste obviously they would I think it stands to reason they kill way more to eat than other orcas have to, right? It just feels like yeah. this is like a dude who ju- is like, I just like the bacon off of the sandwich. Right. And throws the rest of the sandwich out the window of his car. So wasteful. Right. It's very wasteful. I just think
3: that these two are just fancy orcas, right? That must be what they are. They only have the finest food parts. Snobs. Yeah, they're snobs. They With one day figured out the liver is the best part. And said, screw everything else. I mean, I I I am a
2: bit of a fussy eater, but I can't imagine just like, so that means I'm going to kill this entire cow, but just eat like one of its eyeballs. It's just, you know, it's like you can be picky, but for me, picky is like, "Eh, I don't like capers. And so I pick all the capers off my food, but you know, I don't kill like a whale and then like think the whole most of the whale is like one big caper and just eat one flipper.
3: We also don't kill our food, though. So I don't know. Speak well, foie yourself. gras
0: is a thing. I'm and I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure foie gras ducks. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I imagine foie gras ducks, Uh, you know, like the liver is turned into foie gras and other parts of it are also used. Like I imagine they don't throw the rest of the duck away, but right. still. Probably
2: not. They just kind of they just kind of torture it uh, by force feeding it.
0: Oh, still horrible, right? But my point being uh, that our our food snobs also have a thing for liver. Like, I guess liver's good. I don't like liver, but I I guess it's good.
3: I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but I imagine that like the things you need, the horrible unethical things you need to do to an animal for that sweet sweet foie gras versus like I just want a chicken breast or something like that. You know, like they're doing things to the animal for to streamline like the best foie gras, right? right. So that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's gonna be like, oh, that's also good meat. They're gonna use a entirely different animal or yeah, animal. Yeah, I don't
2: I don't, I don't know what happens to the rest of that. I don't know what that happens to the rest of the foie gras. Maybe, I do Maybe th- I went well no, I'm Googling it now. You've you've done this. Yeah, you've opened up this kind of work.
0: Yeah. Ninth graders. It's, yeah. It's spam. this could get
3: dark. This could get real it's, dark. Yeah.
0: Also, realize- how how funny of God to design the duck such that torture, torturing it makes it delicious? God's like, you're fucked, duck. I've I've done this to you. This is funny to me. Tell you what, corkscrew dick. There you go. That's Here's something.
3: the thing. I recently learned that ducks are amazing because they have the most amazing and the most horrifying factoid about them. One is that, yeah, they have horrible corkscrew penises, which is very...
0: Covered on this show
3: before. And that's the sure. horrible thing. I'm sure we talked yeah, Coochie for Cheers covered it. But the thing I just recently learned is that they can breathe out
0: of their buttholes. I did not know that. Yeah. Also, I should correct myself. Goose liver pâté as foie gras. But uh-huh. but yes, but ducks are the interesting animal we're discussing now. Katie, did you find the information? Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, no, I found some horrible things about like Just ducks awful vomiting and and oh, aspirating no. the vomit. Uh, oh god! But you know. Yeah, so we're not going to answer that fun little question today. <laughs> sure. Instead, we're going to answer the question, why are these orca brothers running around sucking out <laughs> shark livers? I mean, yeah, what's sh- up with that? Short story is they're not sure, but there are theories as to the motives for their serial killing of these sharks. Uh, overfishing may be causing a deficit of fish for these Orcas and making it harder for them to get the nutrients that they need. So they focus on this very vitamin-rich liver. Um, The reason they might not be eating the entire rest of the shark is that shark skin is very tough. It's actually covered in tiny tooth-like projections called denticles. And that might be kind of irritating or tough on the orca's teeth. So uh, maybe they're just going for the liver. My theory is that they just like the taste of liver and are psychopaths with no concept of food waste.
3: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: I don't, yeah, why would they have a concept of food waste? So I feel like it's got to be they randomly, at an impressionable age, ate liver and decided, ooh, that tasted the best of the thing. Yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah.
3: That's, and uh, I'll I'll take that for the rest of
0: life, please. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And this is not just like a harmless, quirky story about two serial killing whales. Uh the shark population They're coming
0: for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they have yes, they uh they're it's actually really cute. They're like one of them is on like a little like wheelie cart and the other one has yeah, like roller skates on each of its fins. Robot
0: but legs. They have oh, okay. killed
2: dozens. Um no, so uh yeah, the shark population in Cape Town has plummeted. Uh, Both due to humans like overfishing, but also the behavior of these murderous orcas uh, killing them and probably scaring the survivors away, which has been pretty bad for Cape Town's uh, the shark researchers there as well as their tourism industry where they're like, hey, look at our cool sharks. And then it's like uh, you look in the water and it's just two very creepy orcas saying, come swim with us. Come swim with us.
3: I love that knowing that I mean there's some shark researcher out there who is like I hate those damn orcas. That's not <laughs> even a, it.
2: That's not even an exaggeration these researchers were like quoted in this article I don't have the exact quote but it was like something to the effect of like I don't know what to do about this. It's just horrible
0: and sad. I bet it would be heartbreaking. You're like yeah. I was tracking 12 sharks and they're all yeah. dead now. <laughs> yeah.
3: This is what my life has been leading up to. This is like yeah. a big deal for me. And then suddenly, just act of God. Cruel, cruel nature.
2: <laughs> the the tone of of these researchers, it just seems like exasperation and desolation. <laughs>
4: So,
2: guys, we talked about orcas who mm, serial kill sharks, little innocent baby sharks, and mm-hmm. suck their livers out. Uh, now we are moving on to uh, another animal with a strange appetite. But first, hey, what do you think about tortoises? What
0: do Slow, you think? Slow. Tortoises. Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way to determine if someone is a replicant. That's probably the main thing I think about.
2: Oh, that's right. Because you're like, hey, what? you come across a tortoise and it's flipped over. Yeah, you and kick it's it like, over. And then it's the replicant is like, I'm sorry, I am an interface and I have not <laughs> been programmed with the ability to do ethical questions. But if you'd like to ask me about math, and then you, and then you know.
0: And yeah, then you <laughs> ironically cave their head in with a tortoise shell.
2: Ah. Is that what Ant happens on
0: tortoises? Is well, that what happens
2: in Blade Runner? Frankly,
0: Katie,
3: you put me in an existential funk. I don't know. I never to this day in my life have asked myself what I think about turtles. You have not developed an
0: opinion on. First put, of all, well, tortoises are different than turtles. It's, I guess I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> like guess. that
2: kid on the internet. Remember that? That was great.
0: Yeah, the corn exactly. kid. Exactly. But and we are talking turtles also. We are, t-
2: we are talking about? Tortoises, turtles are, you know, similar. They're more aquatic. Uh, tortoises my, I, my are apologies the land ones. Yeah.
0: To yeah. the to the tortoises out there, and they I, live longer than us, which makes me upset at them.
2: Some of them do, uh, some yeah. species. Yeah. Well, but these ones generally don't. So uh, we're talking about the gopher tortoise found <laughs> in the southeast United States. Now, uh, tortoises are really they're clever, right? Like they have evolved their own little bonkers and their shells are extremely tough. Like the average short tortoise shell can handle around 200 times its own weight. Um, So the gopher tortoise, like I said, uh, lives in the southeast United States. They weigh around 9 pounds or a little over 4 kilograms and they're about a foot long or 30 centimeters long. Uh, They're called gopher tortoises because of their habit of burrowing in the dirt. Uh, and these burrows are very impressive. They can be over nine feet or three meters deep, and they can be almost fifty feet or fifteen meters long. So they are serious wow, serious burrowers,
0: yeah, to actually I imagine I guess just because of my knowledge of tortoises, I imagined a little cubby hole like some spiders mm-hmm. would make, but this sounds more like an ant.
3: <laughs> like, that's this a sounds like around. Minecraft or something. It sounds like a
0: badger or something. Right. They're to like me it, digging to a little To me, it house. sounds
2: like a gopher. Um, which mm, I assumed called...
0: they were called that just because they're like unpaid interns who fetch coffee for those, mm. the tortoises. <laughs> uh, I thought that had nothing to do with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're just it's they're gaffer tortoises and they hold up uh, you know, the <laughs> sound equipment. Anyways, yeah, they make sure mm. the other
0: Nailed tortoises it. are well yeah. lit. Yeah. Uh yeah, gopher's the connection point there. I see that now. This yeah, is yeah, why yeah, you're yeah. the host. This is why you mm-hmm. get the big creature this is, bucks.
2: This is why I get the massive creature bucks for uh, pointing out gopher tortoises are named after gophers because they did <laughs> like good. Gophers. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, no, these uh, they can actually live to be over forty years, uh, which you know is is very I think quite impressive. Uh, and yeah, their shells protect them against uh, many predators. As eggs or as young tortoises, they can be preyed upon by foxes or raccoons and other omnivorous or carnivorous animals. But as adults, they are much harder prey. Really, only like formidable alligators can break open their shells uh, for these gopher tortoises. So, like, once they're adults, they don't have too much to worry about. Uh, around the world, there are some animals who have. Uh, Developed a way to get to the meat inside of the tortoise uh, shell. Uh, there are like crocodiles who just, you know, they crack them open. Jaguars have incredible jaw strength, so they can crack open tortoise shells. Uh, birds of prey can uh, pick them up and then just drop them from a really high height, and that cracks them open to get to that delicious this turtle This is not inside. like a tunnel at all. <laughs> 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 yeah the
0: thought of so many gopher tortoises
2: they are pretty safe and secure all thanks to that shell because most animals don't really want to mess around with that shell it's too tough it's not tasty uh so really the only threats to an adult tortoise's life uh, are some of the most hardcore predators but once they're dead they're fair game for this little creep who feasts on the tortoise's dead body, but not the fleshy parts, not the fun meat parts. This little necrophile is after the dead tortoise's shell. Huh.
0: Wonder well, what's in that
2: <laughs> keratin.
3: What's what's in it for that thing?
0: Well, I'm wondering what the thing is. Yeah. What, right. Is this a worm? What thing? I'm also still stuck on raccoon. An insect. I'm imagining almost like guys after a heist trying to break a safe open, like a bunch of raccoons right. gathered around a tortoise being like, how do we get the meat out of there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that raccoons were able to do that. Even Well, they can
2: only, yeah, they can really only do it for like babies, uh but, and eggs. Yeah. Um But
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Sure.
2: Onto, on to the question. I think one of you mentioned worms. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think could do this? babe?
3: Hmm. i I'm, my first thought orca. is an insect of some kind, uh, but I don't know.
2: You guys, I just think the
0: guest every time. I should just stick with what I'm good at. You
2: guys are really good tortoise detectives. Uh, this yes. is done by something called a Ceratophagia vicinilla. Uh, it is a small, black-and-white, shabby-looking moth who is honestly pretty unspectacular-looking, but their larvae, have a taste for pure keratin and they will find it uh, on the shells of dead gopher tortoises. So they specifically eat and only eat dead gopher tortoise shells. The larva will eat into the shell and they'll actually create a silk tube that extends into the ground under the tortoise shell. So if you lift it up, it looks like this this dead tortoise has sprouted roots into the ground. It's honestly a little bit gross.
3: They they make little tunnels out of its shell is some kind of cruel joke on the tortoise. I mean... The tunneling tortoise holes, gets
2: tunneled yeah. out.
0: That's yeah, terrible. this is yeah. the first one on the dock. Ironic. You can see a picture of it. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, a little, it's a little ironic. I feel like Elena Morissette could use this in her song rather than <clears> the <throat> other stuff that I don't think was actually ironic.
3: Yeah, 100% with you. 100%.
2: Because like rain I mean, on your wedding day is just unlucky, whereas a, a tortoise known for burrowing itself gets burrowed. I feel that is yeah. irony, Ironic.
3: Right. So, yeah, because I imagine it wouldn't. I don't know how moths digest things, but I imagined it wouldn't have been something with like a stomach in the way that we typically think of stomachs. Right. Because like. That's a hard thing to break down. It's one of the hardest
0: things in the world. Isn't a larva like the whole thing is a stomach, essentially? Pretty (laughs) much,
2: yeah. So the It's just tubes. The adult moths don't really eat this stuff. It is the larva, which are, as you've said, Michael, pretty much just stomach tubes. And their whole thing is acquire nutrients until they get enough to uh, fuel that transformation into a moth. And so... Uh, these guys, though, have a taste for keratin, which is an unusual thing. Keratin, it's found in your fingernails. Um, I mean, some people will, like, eat fingernails, but humans can't really derive, you know, nutrients. We can't really digest fingernails. Uh, and so this little thing, it can actually digest the tortoiseshell, Um One of the theories as to why they create these like silk tunnels underneath the tortoise that like act as these roots is it does actually anchor down the tortoise shell. And as the tortoise shell decays and is broken down, it keeps it from like scattering or blowing away so they can just like have their little dining hall made out of dead tortoise. Uh, And then the larva just kind of like also climb up and down these little tubes that they've made using spines on their side. It's, you know. It's not the most dignified death for the tortoise, I think.
0: No, what's the deal with the the one you commonly hear about where something plants its eggs and something else and then they eat their way out when they're born? I mean, that's Spiders? a
2: that's a parasitoid. So it, anything. So there's a whole range of things. that The whole that. range of things that do that. That's like such a pop. Yeah, That's gross. That is now. such a popular thing. <laughs> but yeah, but this is, I think, a little more benign than a parasitoid. This is not really a parasite at all. In fact, because they only eat the dead, tor- dead tortoise shell, and so this is more of a scavenger, really, because it yes, is eating the morally,
0: dead. Yes, it's morally way more defensible. Yeah. I'm just equally grossed out by it. I just find it disgusting and I condemn it.
2: It's like if someone... You know, it's those cases of like human cannibalism where sometimes they like murder someone and eat them and it's like, guys, that's wrong. That's not not a nice thing to do. But then sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like someone dies... And they are like really hesitant. So they wait a few days and they're like, I think we actually got to eat this guy. And it's like, even though that's morally less repugnant. Ew, it's It's just as gross. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's grosser in a way, right? Because often it's they've waited a while. So the body's not. You know, it's not fresh anymore. And I'm, so, you know. Yeah.
3: Just put
0: it on ice.
2: It's fine. It's kind of nice true. that they
0: go for the shell and not the meat parts. Because after a few days, like, that's even the more disgusting image, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. we got spared. But, yeah, if you do look up an image, which I suggest in all these cases, kind of looks like it's wearing a Rasta hat in now. Like the dead tortoise. Or, you Pretty know, cool. It's reddened up. Yeah. yeah or like uh, Katie said, if it was upside down, it would be roots. But what a weird thing. If you were a like primitive man and you found one of these, you'd you, you re- I feel like you'd spend a long time pondering <laughs> what the hell was that? I Do I, mean? I don't think <laughs> yeah. you'd have
2: to be a primitive person to ponder this. To, be, I think if to you, not
0: know what it is? Yeah, yeah, I think if
2: you lifted one of these up and you looked at this, it'd be like today there are people looking at this going, "Okay, it's haunted, haunted tortoise." Yeah
0: that's true I do still see a lot of goos on Twitter where people go is this the first sighting of this ever on earth and some zoologist will respond no it's this kind of worm yeah we know it exists it's fine (laughs) it's fine it's just you
3: haven't seen it
2: yeah Yeah. it does occasionally happen that someone will take a photo of a weird thing in their backyard and it's not necessarily that it hasn't been seen before but it's like huh that's not supposed to be in this area at this time of year Mm. uh, in this yeah in this kind of backyard. So, you know, it does happen. But yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's, yeah, it's just like the worm, right? Life um, finds a way. Like, screw dinosaurs changing <laughs> genders. This thing is eating fingernail material. Yep. Right. It's amazing to me that life can use that and turn it into nutrients. It's like, it's, bio- it's, like, okay. it's
2: biology, man. We've got clearly, yeah. it's morally right for us to eat So, can nails. we just
0: eat rocks or can we eat <laughs> yeah. anything? Is it fine? Does it work? Does it <laughs> so, not all work?
2: Yeah, so uh, these moths, these moth larvae, are actually relatives of the horn moth, which is another creepy little moth that, instead of feeding on dead tortoise shells, actually feeds on the horns and the hooves of dead ungulates. So you'll sometimes find, like, some uh, 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 buffalo skull or an antelope skull and then on the horns it looks like the horns are growing little like tubes or like roots mm-hmm. or i don't know like it almost kind of looks like a fungus of some kind but really it's the silk tubes of these little horn moth larvae and they are eating the keratin found in the horns that so are so they hardcore. doing like
0: a flagpole are those live ones sticking straight out from it? Or how do they make those little tubes if there's silk. no earth around them? Or did someone pull this out of the air? The earth?
2: tubes are made out of silk. So the silk uh. is a structure, you know, that is, you know, kind of a sticky stuff that like will dry. And so it's it can't it's sort of like a it's actually a physical tube. Even with the tortoise eating uh larva, the tubes that they do, even though they're digging into the dirt. The tubes are made out of this silk, and so it is. They are somewhat rigid.
0: Ah, I thought they were just burrowing tunnels. Interesting, and they're in there. That's like their apartment. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's, that's their <laughs> cool. apartment that opens directly like, out onto. Their food. I got a condo. Yeah. It's bone adjacent. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So, guys, can I give you
2: some unsolicited advice?
0: Absolutely. Please. Well, you well now we just Anything. solicited it. Oh. Yeah, you Damn did it. it. W- Otherwise, yeah. <laughs>
2: now you don't get it. It's only unsolicited. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, great. You s- now now I'll give it to you. Since, uh Yay. Okay. Wait, now not. Okay, now wait. Oh, no. Okay, I'll, I'll just give it to you. If you find a large pink baby that starts speaking to you in a regal adult queen's voice and oozes honey, run away. Don't pick it up. Leave it there.
0: Could you take some of the honey first, or nope. is this a hard rule? Okay. No. Nope. Right. I trust you. No,
2: nope. if if a baby starts like going, Good afternoon, I am your <laughs> queen, you get out of there, right? Just do not yeah, Do not pick up the baby. Do not try to well, collect the honey from the baby.
3: Here's the thing. You it's could pink. get you could get like hundred and fifty bucks or something that like that on the black market? Find a you know, find a baby that can talk. That's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. But by the time you've picked up this baby, it's gonna be too late for you, Abe. You've just made the oh. biggest mistake of your life.
3: Oh no. <laughs> I am always doing this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there is a caterpillar that is not exactly like a cute little caterpillar, like remember in a bug's Bug's Life? What was it? A Bug's Life?
0: Oh yeah, the Bug big story. i like, yeah. Augustus Gloop. I need bears. Yeah, tweet. he yeah. was cute. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was like German. He was a little mm-hmm. caterpillar. Uh, mm-hmm. No, this is like this looks more like it comes out of Dune or a Cronenberg kind of situation. Right. It's pink. It is fleshy. It has a fringe of what looks like blonde eyelashes around its pale, ridged body. It is, you know. Attractive, I'm gonna say
0: it's that a still a image, but you imagine that it's pulsating, yeah. just from the way it looks. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: <laughs> you, you're you know, you know, you're horrifying <laughs> larva don't you, Michael? Yeah. Because, it's well, good. let me tell you a little bit about this thing. So, it is found in Europe and parts of central and southwestern Asia. Uh, it is the larva of a creature, we'll cover that later. Uh, So this little nightmare should make anyone who comes across it repulsed, especially ants. So uh, it starts out life looking pretty harmless. Uh, I mean, other than being gross and horrible looking. uh, It's no larger than an ant, actually. The ant could easily kill it, and they probably should, but they don't. Because this caterpillar has developed an amazing strategy, an amazingly devious strategy that they have been... Uh, sort of born with these instincts this plan of infiltration so first it releases a sugary substance called honeydew uh, which is sounds really delicious it is actually an excretion made by a variety of insects that is sort of like this sugary nectar that it can offer other insects to eat. So this is something that can be excreted by like ant larva. It can also be excreted by aphids. Ants and aphids have this somewhat symbiotic relationship where ants will harvest this honeydew from aphids. They're also ant species where they harvest that from their own larva. So you know it's like it's it's a little bit it's an offering. It's something inviting, right? It's like like, hello, I have a little bit of have a little bit of sweet sugar for you. And you know, these Ants just come up and they they're all about
0: it. Yeah, you just it's devious. You just know some etymologist has tried it, honeydew for sure. Oh, I mean, I do wonder first it, thing you do.
2: Yeah. yeah. There are it's I mean tumble. you know, people that insects are a viable food source for people. They can be quite tasty. In fact, there's an ant, I believe called a sugar ant or a honey ant. Sugar ant. It tastes sweet. A uh, sugar ant, well, it actually collects a bunch of sugar Uh, in its gaster, and uh, people can eat it. sort of like candy. It's apparently really tasty. Wow. Yeah. It's like a little gusher. Comes pre-sugar. It's like a gusher full of of sugary sweetness. So yeah, I'm sure it probably tastes all right. Uh, So this little caterpillar is like, you know, yeah, you got a little bit of sugar, don't you mind me? And so uh, the ant will kind of be put at ease. It's like, all right, great. Uh, Sugar being excreted by this little weird pink thing, that's fine. Uh, and then the caterpillar starts phase two of its plan. It inhales a bunch of air. It actually be- kind of inflates itself, and then oh, no. uh, releases the air like a squeaky balloon. And this sound actually mimics the distress call of a queen ant. So it turns this is crazy. It, it turns <laughs> wow. itself into like bagpipes, and it's like Fake. like. Oh, don't mind me. I'm the queen. Oh, heavens, help me!
3: That's the regal part. Yeah, they're literally—it's
0: the ants in the famous Simpsons episode, "Save the Queen." Which one of us is the queen? I am. No, you're not.
2: (laughs) 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 Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So it's
3: just a big whoopee cushion that makes ant sounds. Yeah. So this ant is losing its mind. It's like, oh, delicious honeydew. What? You, I was just came from where you were, Queen. What are you doing here now? And you're in distress. And you're in distress. I gotta save you. Yep. Like that man, just really psychological warfare coming from these
0: little (laughs) things. (laughs) It gets worse. Classic gaslighting strategy. You love classic. Your target.
2: It gets gets worse. So this caterpillar also has a pheromone that mimics the pheromones of the ant colony. Uh, and so the ants feel compelled to pick up this little bundle of not joy and bring it back to their nest.
3: Oh no!
2: Once inside, it's quite snuggly, um, and you know it's it smells like it belongs there. It sounds like their queen. It's oozing, you know, this sweet sugary substance. So the ants are like, they trust it. They think it's great. They they actually um, think that maybe it is even. Um, their queen that they should listen to the basically like the orders that it's giving, uh, it so, uh, they will sometimes make those distress sounds inside the colony, which will trick the ants into, uh, protecting it like it's like their queen baby and it will get preferential treatment in the nest, it will be protected first in times of danger. Well, there are two strategies that different species of these caterpillars employ. One is to compel the ants to feed it. Just continually feed it until it grows and grows. There's another species that has a slightly different strategy, which is to eat the babies that are in the nest. So eating of little real ant babies uh, that it is surrounded by. And because it's act of being like, I'm queen baby, pay attention to me, is so convincing. Sometimes the ants will even attack their own larva responding to this caterpillar's distress call and then feed wow. the larva to the caterpillar. So it's completely brainwashed these ants into giving it the queen treatment.
3: And giving their young to it. Yes. And just, just is, like, like human horrifying.
0: queens. The greatest luxury of all eating fetuses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always imagine <laughs> to stay young. I always imagine first contact would go something like this, you know, yeah. like some alien would like visit and be like, I'm president of the world. And we're all like, That sounds awesome. You seem awesome. And then he's like, You guys are a bunch of dummies because I'm not even from here. Yeah. Uh, Feed me your
0: babies. I mean, you know, has okay. There... okay.
2: Oh, wow. We're gonna, we're gonna like get a new audience that people are like, that's right, they're eating our babies. Anyways, uh, no, I mean, I wonder if there's, has there been like a horror movie where like there's a baby that's actually an alien or a changeling and it like eats the other kids? I know there was like a Rugrats episode about that. And
0: brainwashes everyone around it. Right. No, and it would, it's like a good, that's a, Good hook. If you like the most horrifying thing possible, the closest thing I can think to, of is the Darren Aronofsky movie Mother, that mm. has a baby eaten in it. But brainwashing someone into feeding you their baby—what a horrifying image! Yeah, yes. I mean, there's oh there's gosh. Rosemary's it Baby,
2: where it's a demon yeah. baby, but it's still not eating. The other baby, right? Like, no, I, it's almost right. not
0: demon it's, enough. Its right. parents aren't cutting up babies and feeding it babies <laughs> right. that, like their that own as it babies. grows fat,
2: not just any babies, That's... their own babies.
0: And the That's equivalent of the that the alarm sound would be like it's just constantly emitting a police siren sound just 24 <laughs> hours a day, and people are shoveling baby parts into its They're mouth. Like... What we is is love
3: this. this. I,
1: mean, I love that
3: the answer just like, this is great. I love the new,
0: you know, like the
3: whole fun- The whole infrastructure is great now. Everything moves
0: smoothly. Yeah, the answer probably like, and I'm doing my job. This is uh, good. I'm doing yeah. my job. Wow, our queen baby <laughs> is getting really We listen to these really cool big. tunes.
2: Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like a baby talking with an adult voice, like the adult voice of an authority, and you just keep feeding it your babies, and- it gets mm-hmm. huge, like it grows to 100 times its original size. Wow. Um, and over the course of a year, it will mature. And once it has had its fill of the ant's babies, it will pupate and the adult monster will emerge. It is a beautiful pale blue butterfly. So this is called a large blue butterfly and it will daintily sip on nectar as if it has never spent its childhood eating the babies of its victims. Right.
0: Yeah. It totally so it looks like a normal, cute butterfly. Where you yeah. go, oh, like butterfly. You, Butter- don't the- <laughs> you, <Yeah>. don't <laughs> you don't know where I've been. You don't know. I struggle.
3: <laughs> it's like, be, like, be, it's like this thing in Bane. I came out of the darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like I am, I am your god. This is
0: terrifying. What a You did. Nature's so cool. You ordered the three animals in the correct order where the last one is the worst.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I think that it goes to show you, you can't judge a book by its cover. You're like, oh no, a shark. It turns out the sharks were the victims. And you're like, oh, a tiny Mm. moth. That can't be a weird necrophage that eats dead tortoises, but it can and it does. And this time it's like, who do you trust more, ants or beautiful butterflies? I think everybody loves butterflies more. They're like, they're beautiful. Uh, They're like little fairies. But no, this thing is devious. And it's mean to the ants. So mean.
3: Yeah, it's not looking good for ants. They're not that smart. (laughs) But hold on. You brought something home and it's... It within it, like I don't know how long a time a, a, a amount of time it grows to be a hundred times its size and, and you're just you like don't this notice is fine.
0: that something's weird <laughs> right. and talking
2: in like an adult voice going I'm a baby I'm a precious little <laughs> yeah. baby feed and me a whole feed me mother. it's
0: like. I- I'm still hungry and in distress. And you're like,
2: still? It's been yeah, it's eight like months we've been
0: shoveling food into you.
2: It's a hundred times you your massive. size, and it's still like, I'm your precious little baby. I'm your bundle of joy. <laughs> yeah. Feed me your children. Feed me your yeah, children.
3: Feed me your children. And they're like, yep, sounds good.
2: Sounds about right. Love, but it's these
0: tunes. It's mm-hmm. actually the giant flesh thing from the end of Akira. Or like <laughs> Right.
2: Yes. And they're
0: still like, this is normal. This is normal. Right. Great. It, but, this is then, a like, god.
2: It like, flies off, and then they're like, bye, and then they look around, and their colony's <laughs> just devastated. There's no more babies. It can actually mm. devastate an entire ant colony. Of course, like, one of these I would things. imagine. Yeah.
0: And then I I imagine the real queen's long dead, but I like the idea of panning <laughs> over to the real queen all shriveled. Like, I'm still here. <laughs> like, no one cares about me. We can me. rebuild.
3: <laughs> the, the most interesting part to me about this particular Uh, animal here is the thinking about like how uh, natural selection and evolution does so many cool things that are like what that's so weird but the inflating yourself thing like that is so left field out of left field for me like that like you that's your whole body your body has to evolve to that point where you're like yeah it probably makes sense just to get a little bit of you know like whoopee cushion going on yeah. Uh, what can we do with this? Uh, can we uh, mimic ants? I don't know, you know, it's just like it's so weird how many steps uh, to create that weird novelty. I
2: mean, it's like imagine sort of you are randomly inputting some lines of code into right. a program, and the bits of code that works will propagate, that will happen. Mm. And the bits of code that don't work, that's just a dead end. It won't propagate. And you do that over right. millions of years, you're going to get something. You're going to get you're at least get some- like maybe a, a Tetris game going on, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah that's right. So it's that's just a horrifying combination of events. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I
2: mean, it is. it's the power of selective pressure over a huge amount of time. Exactly amazing though beautiful 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 you know like baby eating in nature it's beautiful
3: (laughs)
0: that's what that was my takeaway out of this horrible topic (laughs) (laughs) what's your
2: takeaway michael
0: i'm just imagining mufasa and simba on the ridge going but the but when we die we become the grass and the antelopes eat us and this is as it should be all right. What about that weird pink thing that eats all the ant babies? No, no, no. That's fucked up, son. <laughs> don't talk about that. Don't. No, 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 no. Don't think about the pink baby. Um, beautiful is not where I landed.
2: He's just like also, yeah. turning you the camera away from that. No, no, no. We're not. We're not talking yeah, about that.
0: Yeah, I'm not. One. A, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna blank this memory as soon as this is over. Just it was a great episode, but just my sheer self preservation. I will not recall this conversation. Yeah.
2: It's a learning <laughs> podcast.
0: That's right. Today I just lost
3: time
2: (laughs) Well guys before we go though We gotta play a little game My little game by my little Mm -hmm. rules The game is called Guess who's squawking the mystery animal sound game Every week I play I play a mystery animal sound And you the listener And you the guest Try to guess who's squawking In my twisted little game It can be any animal (laughs) Any animal at all (laughs)
3: You're so it's maniacal. A, I'm a little twisted. If you <laughs> I'm, a little twisted uh, <laughs> I'm a little twisted. I make sounds.
2: I'm a little unorthodox. I'm a little twisted.
0: A little dark. A little, a little, little, a little edgy. I little I, uh, edgy. I was prepared for this segment, so I've listened to every animal sound. Oh, I'm good. Into, so I'm really,
3: <clears> it's true. It it's took just a 19 hour video. years. Yeah, yeah. Every animal
0: sound.
2: Wow. That's, you know. hmm if you do it on like three times speed, I think that you can, I think that's doable.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but then you lose the fidelity of the real thing, man. Mm. It doesn't make same Well, we'll see. The same. Same. Yeah, if we, we will navigate
0: see. this twisted hall of terrors.
2: Yeah. So last week's hint was this don't be too bitter if you can't guess this one. And here is the sound. So, fellas, you've been pretty good detectives so far. Wow. Do you have any guesses for what this animal could be?
0: And the bitter clue applies to this yeah Sam. yeah the bitter don't clue. don't be
2: don't be too bitter if you can't guess this one
3: My guess is that it? It's I mean, a I'm shark. also hearing it's bitter it's it's an orca baby uh I'm, <clears> I'm, hearing, orca.
0: Me. <laughs> I'm hearing uh I'm hearing like jungle sounds. That was the thing. It sounds like a whale, I feel like, but shorter. But also, you hear the jungle, so it's not maybe a whale. something. Maybe <laughs>
3: something nearby, like uh, cocoa. Not cocoa. Well, coffee plants
0: and such. That's there's bitterness, coffee? and then I don't know. Oh, bitter. Oh, uh, mm. but what animal? I was thinking that's going to be like pulsing. It sounds like an instrument, musical instrument, right? Um, and I've never heard it before. Even in that video, I must have fallen asleep for that part. But uh, it sounds almost like a yeah. I'm trying to attack it from the bitter clue, like if it's a you know what do you, like a lemon skink? So <laughs> a like lemon the name skink. is bitter. You know, is there a bitter? Oh thing yeah, in the yeah.
3: yeah. Is there bitter? Yeah, that's probably gophers are bitter. I this one's got me skink.
2: Is there a lemon skink? <laughs> Did you Bright just make yellow. that up?
3: Well. It's gotta. It's something I think, I think that can so. create a column of air because that sound is like mm, much akin like to like a didgeridoo. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a columnist kind of like, which can be, contorted. I mean, I so I'm taking like bird out of the mix. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but man, oh man!
2: Look, like I can mm. do it too.
0: Grape. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess mm. grapefruit toad.
3: Yeah, I think a toad is in the right direction. Grapefruit. Yeah, because the, well, the bitter. <laughs> the coffee toad yeah the coffee all right, you guys, toad you guys you guys are getting answer. cold you
2: guys are getting cold you're getting colder and colder so
0: <laughs> dang
2: <laughs> you're wrong on all accounts i'm sorry i'm revoking your it's a your... beached
0: orca that ran aground <laughs> it's an orca
2: it's an like orca but with lemons on it but lemons aren't bitter they're <laughs> sour you guys and there's no mm-hmm. such thing as a lemon skink i checked
0: Grapefruits are bitter, though. That was grapefruits
2: fair. are bi- bitter. That was fair. I like grapefruits, though. Anyways, this is a bittern. It's a bittern. This is oh, the bittern. Eurasian bittern. Congratulations to Auntie B, Saga E, and Emily M for guessing correctly. Bitterns are brown aquatic birds with long toes, it is a pointed beak, birds. and a somewhat long neck. So- Abe, when you're like, this can't be a bird, <laughs> you, fool.
0: Yeah. you fool! You <laughs> fool! You fell right for well, my trap,
3: well, my obvious this... trap. Now uh, I'm just thinking it. Now, now you're just reminding me of my childhood. Right
2: <laughs> <laughs> were you tortured as a child?
3: You <laughs> just made fun of for my lack of bird knowledge, wow. knowledge of animals. That what people bullied mainly. you
2: for? They're like, <laughs> you couldn't identify a passerine bird from an aquatic bird.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Look, I don't want to talk about us with a belt. Why? <laughs> you couldn't tell a grackle from a pig? <laughs> yeah. Well, that is pretty bad. Those are it's obviously pretty bad. different. Yes. You are, I'm yeah. going to hit you. I feel yeah, like I'm going to hit you now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the bittern is related to the heron, but their neck is not as long. It kind of looks like you took a heron and kind of like cranked its neck down. A few notches. Yeah. Uh, They're sort of brown. Uh, They've got a pointy head. They feed on fish and other small aquatic creatures. Males will issue that booming call as an attempt to seduce females. There are a set of very powerful muscles around its esophagus that allows it to create a call much louder than one might think a four-pound bird is capable of. Uh, so that's just under two kilograms for our non-American listeners. Uh, so yeah, that is the Eurasian bittern.
0: Yeah, it's surprising that sounds comes out of that thing. It's a real clay Aiken. <laughs> Now that's an old reference. <laughs> that's an old reference. Clay that is a esoteric cut. That's yeah, but it looks like a sandpiper kind of pottery yeah. thing? More spots. That's right. Yeah, it's. What we call like, the feeling they feel in that scene from Ghosts when they're spinning the pot together? Clay
2: aching, aching for the Aiken clay, aching yeah. with clay Aiken. love. <sighs> Onto this week's oh, mystery boy. animal sound.
0: That was my mating call. Bad puns. <laughs> anyway. Bad puns. Oh, uh, How's it? it working we, out?
2: You know, we got, we got it. We got it. We <laughs> gotta, <laughs> gotta move on. We gotta move on. Uh, <laughs> the hint for this week's mystery animal sound is this. This little guy isn't happy about being put in the discount bin.
3: Discount?
2: Don't even. Sh- you're trying to think about it before I play the sound. That's not how my game works.
3: Yeah, I play the game how I play the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, what do you think?
0: A broken kazoo or like a balloon that you're holding the end of but not fully tightly and you're just letting the hair out? <laughs> Katie, why are you just recording me and playing it back? <laughs> yeah, don't record, eh? When he sleeps? That's
2: not fair. If you sound uh. like this while you're sleeping, you need to go to a sleep clinic. That's probably a form of aggressive sleep apnea that is probably uh, very dangerous. Uh, legitimately
0: one of the funniest sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it does feel like it's in almost distress. Almost like a turtle having sex, mm. but I've heard that a lot on YouTube, and I know the difference. It's You've not heard exactly that a lot. That. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, this one
3: feels, I could see maybe a toad or something like that. I don't know. It was also sounded cat-like. Well, mm-hmm. if it's
0: in the discount rank, I thought yeah, discount. it might be cheap. That's what throws cheap. me off. Like a cheap, like a bird. Cheap, <laughs> cheap. It's a bird. It's another bird. It's a bird. It's Nailed a cheap, it. Cheap, cheap. Swishes. Peep. It's what, what was you. the beginning of the clue? You used an adjective. <laughs> this,
2: this little it's guy. It's upset. This little guy isn't happy about being put in the discount bin.
0: So he's also, or they are also unhappy and little. Yeah. Yeah with a cheap, cheap, grumpy cat. <laughs> cheap, cheap,
2: cheap, grumpy cat. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll what let think you can know. I actually
0: make that. All right, we give up. You give yeah. up.
2: Well, <laughs> I'll let you know the answer on next week's episode of Creature Feature. Fellas, Dang. thank you so much for uh, joining yeah. me today on this, on this twisted episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I knew that that segment ended like that, and I still feel ripped off. I want to know. I, I really want to know. <laughs>
2: Uh, maybe well, after.
3: Maybe yeah. we slip you $20 we'll under yeah. the table.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, well, well, we'll talk about that later. But for now.
0: Uh, <laughs> off mic, off mic. Yeah.
2: Uh, what, well, guys, is there anything you're working on? Anything that people might want to know about you?
0: I just admitted the stress call. People <laughs> all over the <laughs> world bringing their babies. No, we do have a thing. Yes, thank you, Katie. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, We have made one movie before, if you don't know our work. uh, It was called Kill Me Now. You can check it out online for free if you want on YouTube. Uh, And then we made a bunch bunch of sketches over at Cracked for like 10 years. We sort of led the video department there. Now we're in the middle of trying to fund our second movie. It's based on the hilarious, poignant true story of when my dad came out as a gay furry named Papa Bear when I was 17. It's called Papa Bear. You can find out more about it and how you can get involved and, like, if you pitch in 15, 25 bucks, get really cool rewards. Uh, We're very excited to sort of show the fandom in a light that we think media has never shown it in before, which is Mm -hmm. to say always with a bunch of misinformation. Um, But it's broader than that. It, It involves a whole community sort of forming their complex, irreducibly unique sexual identities. That's all I'll say. You can find out more over at seedandspark.com slash fun slash papa-bear. hyphen Hope you'll check it out.
2: Thank I'm, you so much
3: for having us.
2: I'm yeah, personally, thanks. This was super fun. Yeah, I'm personally very interested in checking out that that movie. It sounds very interesting and it seems like yeah, so it's this is not some kind of like, you know, just trolling thing. This is you guys are doing something that is looking into a, a subculture with uh, interest and sensitivity with interest,
0: genuine yeah. interest. Yeah, genuine. I yeah. grew up with furries. I love my dad. It's not an estranged dad story. So yeah, it comes from a place of love. It's f- just cause we're comedians. It's not ripping or dunking, uh, yeah. but it's still very funny. And we hope. You'll yeah. I think that. Yeah. coming of age comedy
3: drama. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That's great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and thank you guys so much for listening uh, if you are enjoying the show and you leave a rating or review, I won't eat your liver. I won't do it, anyways, but I won't do it then either. Uh, and thank you to the Space Cossacks for their super awesome song "Exolumina Creature." Features a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts like the one you just heard, visit the iHeartRadio. <laughs> That didn't work. I thought if I just breathed, like took a big <laughs> breath and then turned off my brain, the words <laughs> would come out, but it didn't happen. Right. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or, hey, guess what? Wherever you listen to your favorite shows. See you next Wednesday.